Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Welcome back to the Tip of the Iceberg podcast, brought to you as always by InsideThePenguins.com, a proud affiliate of the Hockey News. I'm your host, Nick Berlansky, joined as always by Nick Horwat and a very special guest as we welcome on for the first time, Jaden Becker, the in-arena host for the Pittsburgh Penguins. We got the rookie making the rookie lap right now, and we're excited to have Jaden on the show. How's it going? It's fantastic, guys, and uh, you know this rookie lap has been has been fun. Uh, it's been a crazy few months in Pittsburgh with the Penguins, but the the crowds have always been electric. So uh, if this is what a rookie lap feels like, uh, then let's keep on doing it because it's pretty cool. It's been a lot of fun, you know, seeing you around the arena, having you do all these great new things. And actually, to be honest, and nothing against Selena Pompiani came before <laughs> you, but having you in the arena, there's been a bunch more added. I feel like that. I'm sure I'll ask you in a minute, but uh, the the atmosphere feels a lot more brighter almost and like I said nothing against Selena but just there's a new uh, vibe going around and you know to kick things off here I just want to know what got you interested in joining uh, the Penguins and taking this opportunity and just has there been any sort of emphasis in driving up uh, a new style of I don't even know how to put it but like of a new atmosphere in the arena yeah, there's a big emphasis on that. We, we kind of have this motto of uh, fans first, fun first. It's something that we, we've really been pushing throughout the entirety of the regular season thus far. Uh, what got me into uh, in-arena hosting previous to this, I was the host of the Bridgeport Islanders. I was the host of the Syracuse Mets. And then prior to that, I was working with the Sussex County Miners and uh, the Frontier League. I was working with the Jersey Shore Blue Claws. I worked my way through Ithaca College. I just graduated in, in May of last year. Uh, I used to do a ton of play-by-play work and and um, sideline reporting, to television hosting. And uh, I, I found a love for live event and being in front of a crowd. And so this position opened up, and, and you mentioned Selena Pompiani, a big shoes uh, to fill uh, as a legend in, in the Pittsburgh uh, media community. So uh, when, when this position opened up, I auditioned, and uh, I just so happened to, to get the job. So uh, they liked me enough to keep me around. So uh, it, it's been a great experience thus far. And, and you mentioned the environment. You mentioned... Uh, the the vibe that we're trying to give off. It's almost like that college feel, if you will, where we're trying to get the fans going. We're trying to get them hyped up every single night, no matter what the score is, no matter what the record is. Uh, we're trying to give them a good time. So uh, I think we've been, been able to accomplish that thus far in the season, but we still have plenty more to come. 
you mentioned obviously like getting into this position first year, kind of jumping in full full throat and making sure that you put the fans first. And I think part of your job from what it seems like is probably, you know, moments, create those yeah. moments, those memorable times for especially young kids trying to get into the game and trying to grow the game into the younger generation. A lot of it has been moments. So I did want to ask you specifically because hockey is a game of moments in times. What has been the most memorable moment for you in your first season with the Penguins? Fantastic question. And fantastic way to set it up because a lot of things that we do in the arena, they, they are partnership activations. They're sponsored by somebody. They're, they're, um, they're, they're an effort to, to bring brand awareness. So we have Sobe Promo. We have our Ford truck. We have a Duncan match game, stuff like that. And, and at times, uh, and maybe in years past, it feels like activations. Now we're trying to create moments. So when a fan leaves and goes home, maybe they, they don't remember um, the exactly what happened in the first period when on, on the ice, but they remember that they had a laugh or caught a hot dog in the stands during our, our Smith hot dog launch. We, we've created some, some crazy moments throughout the first half of the season. One of my favorite ones is the uh, Penguins Plunge. It was with the uh, Penguins Foundation where it was our take on the Polar Plunge. It was on mm -hmm. January 2nd, so it was a way to kick off the new year. And uh, we took a dip right into freezing ice-cold water right outside the – uh, arena and and when I say it was freezing, it was freezing. The hitting the water wasn't too bad. It was getting out and then getting slapped in the back with the wind chill that was whipping mm -hmm. outside. That was brutal, but it was all for a good cause. That was for the uh, Special Olympics, uh, and, and what a great way to start off the new year. Um, we had our Halloween night on October 30th against the Ducks. And, and then when you're going against a West Coast team, sometimes the crowd is a little light. You know, it's not like you're, you're going against a, a rival. That's more local, but the, the crowd was super energetic for, for it. And we had our uh, Halloween dance party over on the Highmark stage. That was one of the best things we've done all year because just to see all the, the costumes and all the kids come out to have a good time, take some selfies, a few high fives, it, it, that, that was pretty special. So uh, we have a few fun moments coming up throughout the rest of the season. Yager night's coming up. Uh, so it, that's that's pretty good because the mo moments is really what makes this industry go around and especially not only on the ice but but also for the fans as well up in the stands so uh, the more moments that we can create uh, the better we're doing yeah and it feels like these moments are coming at a great time because i mean the penguins missed the playoffs last year so and the things are questionable this year so you really do still want to give the fans that are coming to the arena if the team's not going to be good you gotta still give them something to really thrive on and enjoy and have a good time and i can remember watching the uh the penguins plunge like you just mentioned and i remember it was one of the coldest days of the hockey season so far yeah it was one of those ten, below uh 10 degree days but other than those sort of things like what else can fans expect whenever they you know come to a game aside from hockey obviously they're still going to be watching you know crossing malk and Latang do their thing but you know in the crowd in the audience just what sort of new things and what sort of entertainment value is being brought to the arena this year expect the unexpected that's one of the great things at ppg paints arena every time that you come and you buy a ticket you don't really know what's going to go on uh, throughout the night we all know that we're going to see 60 minutes of hockey and then in, in the past few games you've seen a little bit more of 60 minutes of yeah. <laughs> going into overtime getting those extra points uh where we could find them but uh you don't know what celebrity is going to be there who's going to say the hockey night at pittsburgh what we're going to be doing during the intermissions, what fun stuff we're, we're trying to bring to the fans, what great things that we've been giving away, uh, not only from 
the entrance standpoint, like we've been giving away these awesome bobbleheads to the first 10,000 fans, but we've been giving away concert tickets lately uh, in the building. That's something that we haven't really done in years past. So it's, it's pretty cool to know when you buy a ticket, not only are you going to go home watching a fantastic game, but you also have a chance to go home with some great prizes as well. So uh, expect the unexpected, I think, to say the anything can happen as soon as you step in those doors. And I'll take it from just for a minute here. Just that I know concert tickets are hard to get sometimes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, yes. Um, it's, uh, it's a frequent, especially at, especially for the bigger shows that are mm-hmm. at PPG Paints Arena. It's good that, you know, there are those opportunities. It feels like not even old school where it's, you know, you used to have to call into a radio station. It's, you know, you could just go to your hockey game, enjoy 60 minutes of hockey, and then maybe walk out with um, another big event in your future. Yeah, we gave away Drake tickets. We gave away... Um, yep. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, I believe coming up next game, we're giving away uh, Zach Bryan tickets. So just we're, we're just rolling. We're just rolling. And, and uh, it's pretty cool to see a fan leave with a big smile on their face. And it's like, God, th- this was a pretty good uh, game to come to, right? And, the, and yep. they're, they're head over heels. So it's, it's always an awesome time. Now, Jaden, I got a two-parter here for you because okay. I haven't seen much of uh, of your work yet, unfortunately. I haven't gotten to a game. I told you before we got on, that's coming. I'm very excited now to see what you have in store for that February 18th game with Yarber Yager. But the one thing that broke through and everybody now knows about is the Gramzam. Yes. Two-parter here. Was that your idea? And if not, what was oh. your first reaction when somebody came up to you and said, we're going to put a bunch of grandmothers on a Zamboni and you're just going to dance around the ice? All right, so the Gramsam wasn't my idea. There's a few ideas throughout the season that that I had my hand in, but it's always a we effort. There's never mm-hmm. one person just uh, dictating where everything goes. It's it's always a we effort because uh, I need somebody to help me to make the graphic, and and mm-hmm. uh, they need me to to hype it up, and then we need someone to market it on the back end. So it's there's it's always a we effort. There's never one person, uh, but the Gramsam is always a great time. Uh, we haven't seen them in a bit, but I can assure you that we're going to see them very, very soon. Uh, the Gramsam, I think it's so special because, once again, it, it's a spectacle. It's an oddity. You never expect a bunch of lovely grandmas to make their way onto the ice on on a, what we call the Sobe Fan Boney and uh, just start dancing. We started off, we had them doing the car wash, and then we had them doing the YMCA uh, in, in center ice. Uh, sometimes we shoot T-shirts off while they're dancing and performing. And fans are just in awe, just in awe of it. And it's kind of taken on a life of its own where you read the comments and, and, and you see fans like, oh, I want my grandma on the Gramzan. And it's just bringing in this extra love to the Penguins this season that uh, I didn't think of. And in the beginning, we no one really knew what the Gramzan, what response it would garner. But the mm-hmm. fans have just taken it to a whole nother level. Uh, there's going to be a ton of dates throughout the rest of this season that we're going to see them. So uh, I, I love my grandmas. They're they're, they're always the best. <laughs> I go out to them. Uh, we, we we chill in, in the Zamboni tunnel right before uh, we head out, and we talk a little bit. I'm like, "Are you guys ready?" And they're like, "Are you ready?" They want to make sure <laughs> I'm ready to go because they are amped. Like. This is their time to shine, and for a lot of them, they're they're season ticket holders. They've been fans of the team since since some of them its inception. So the fact that they can perform, if you will, or just be a part of the game day atmosphere, something that they mm-hmm. haven't been able to do ever, is is a not only a treat to the fans, but also a, a treat to them uh, and, a, and a tribute to them of how dedicated they've been. 
definitely brings a family fun atmosphere for everybody, for all ages. I mean, I, I even said it before, and maybe I fell a victim to it. Yeah, you're creating a great atmosphere for the next generation, but you also got some stuff for the uh, the older generations, yeah. the faithful generation. So I love the Graham's name. I saw that, and I was like, hmm, I wonder if my grandmother would get up there and, and do a little dance. And she probably would. She She's probably welcome. Would, so. All aboard. All aboard have the Graham's name. I'll have to grab your number, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk. My people, your people, will talk. But uh, I do know, obviously, you are a New York kid growing yeah. up in Queens, New York. You said you went to a couple Rangers games as a kid, and they obviously have a very, very iconic goal song. My question, does that Ooh. goal song compare to Andrew WK's Party Hard? Do you have a preference yet? I don't, not going to hold any bias, not going to hold, you know, not going to hold any grudges if you say you like the Rangers Fantastic one. Question. Could, Fantastic question. That's what I'm question. Party Hard, I think, hits harder than than the Rangers. The, yes, you have the vocalization of of the the Rangers goal song, but the mm-hmm. everyone clapping at the same time, and, and it just fits Pittsburgh yeah. to me. Uh, the fans obviously they get behind it, and and the atmosphere in the building when Sid scores or Jake scores or something like that, and when anybody scores, it it, mm-hmm. it it turns it on its head, and then the Pittsburgh fans are automatically right back into the game. You know, uh, yeah, I grew up a New York kid, and I, I wear that with me always, and that's something that's oh, yeah. never going to be taken out of me. But one thing that I've noticed growing up from in New York City is that uh, I can find my way into any market in the world because New Queens, New York, especially being the melting pot of the world, I feel like I'm able to understand different cultures. And 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 you know, like for me as a kid, I was able to go down to the corner store, able to grab uh, you know Asian food, and then go another block, get some Ethiopian food, go another block, get some Dominican food. So for me, it, it was always being able to live within different cultures. Um, and so now being in Pittsburgh, seeing how mm-hmm. Pittsburgh rocks and the different cultures within Pittsburgh, it, it's always great. But getting back to that goal song, man, when that hits and the red light, uh, the lamp, when the lamp lights up, it's a special moment. And I think Pittsburgh takes the cake. Now, this this might be putting you on the spot a little bit. Okay. So if you need to take a couple seconds, take a couple <laughs> seconds. But a couple of teams around the NHL have allowed their players to pick individual goal songs. So when they score, their song plays over the loudspeakers. If you were to have an individual goal sound, song, or I know you're a WWE fan, so maybe a walkout <laughs> song, what – would that song be for Jaden Becker? Once again, you're, you're rattling off some great questions. I have a few because I often hey, think if I was a wrestler, fine. what would I come out to? The one that, that hits the hardest for me is uh, Down With The King by Run DMC. For me, I think that's just a perfect walkout, and I think it'll be a, a banger, uh, a, a goal song. Mm. Speaking from a game operations perspective, that is the one of the most difficult things to do. Player scores a goal, and then you have to try and hit their goal song as oh, soon yeah. as it happens. And we often talk about it upstairs because I think – I want to say Tampa does it. or not. I think Tampa does it or something like Tampa, that. Tampa, Washington does it yeah. too. And uh, the, every player has their own song mm-hmm. if they score. But you have to be – you have to know for sure, for certain that it's it's Ovi that scores or it's you know mm-hmm. whoever scores, it's that person or else it's going to be a missed moment. So uh, it's very, very difficult to do from a game operations perspective, but – if I were to have a song, um, Run DMC, Down With The King, I think that's it for me. I like it. Do, does the uh, Queens connection have anything to do with Run Defin- DMC? Definitely, the answer yes. Well. <laughs> Any New York City vibe. I think I could go yeah. with a few Nas songs. Uh, I think I could go with uh, Action Bronson a little bit as well. Um, to, for a few songs. Definitely a few Action Bronson songs. But uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Run DMC on this one. That's 
And that's honestly an awesome answer, too. I always try and think of stuff like that because, you know, I played baseball growing up, too, and it would pretty much be the same thing as a walk-up song. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, you're, we mentioned that you're a big wrestling fan. Yeah. Royal Rumble just happened. What have your thoughts been of CM Punk's return and yeah. um, the outcome of this year's Rumble if you were able to catch it? I know the Penguins played that day. I had it on my phone, leaning on my laptop in the press box to kind of <laughs> keep up with what was going on. So, for me, I wasn't able to watch the Rumble live. Obviously, we had the game, but I was yep. wearing my Cody Rhodes shirt underneath my hoodie uh, as, as support. Uh, but I am a big punk guy. I love punk and obviously toward the tricep and now uh, his, his WrestleMania dream might be postponed until WrestleMania 41, but uh, Cody is doing something special right now. He, he's on an upward climb, if you will. And ever since WrestleMania 30, ever since WrestleMania 38, when he made his return back to WWE against Seth Rollins and then try to finish his story last year, trying to finish the story again this year. But I think the big, big difference is Cody is, in my opinion, more over than ever. He's hotter than ever. And Reigns is on a little bit of a downturn, but I just read this great stat. Roman mm-hmm. Reigns is currently sitting at 999 wins in his WWE career, both in live televised events and house shows. And WrestleMania 40, if a win there, would make 1,000. Does WWE pass up on that opportunity to give him 1,000 at the show of The Immortals? Ugh, I don't know. So for me, it's like it's almost a coin flip. And especially with how every Roman match has gone in the past, uh, you know, two, a year and a half, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's uh, outside interference. So I would love to see if they were to do a Reigns, uh, uh, excuse me, Reigns Roads, put it in Hell in a Cell, put it in a steel cage, put it in something where outside mm-hmm. interference can happen. I think that's the purpose of a Hell in a Cell, something like that, where you, you can't really have that outside interference. And let him go at it, similar to how Triple H and Undertaker did two years in a row. One year was just uh, was just Taker and H, and then the year after they put him in a cell. I think you can do the same thing this year. So why not put the belt on on uh, Rhodes and and make him the new quarterback of the next generation of WWE? Could be special. If you're doing that, I think you got to go the other direction with the other title. I want to see McIntyre wear the belt after me. Yeah, personally, yeah. personally, I think very that possible. Did. He should finish his story in front of a lot of fans in Philadelphia as Deserves well. it. Definitely yeah. deserves it. <laughs> Thank you. So we, me and Berlinski got back into wrestling during the peak of the uh, Roman Reigns hatred shortly after we left <laughs> the Shield. And I think it was the day after the first Mania we watched together. It was that minute and a half long booing session of Roman Reigns. Uh, <laughs> Suckering, suckatash. Or however long it was. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that bad era. I got back. I, I was into it as a kid and I loved it. Yeah. For, uh, I, I started watching around WrestleMania 23 and I would say I watched uh, religiously up until like WrestleMania 27. Fell out of it a little bit. You know, you, you grow up a little bit as a kid. But then yeah. uh, around COVID, uh, there was nothing on TV. There, there was no <laughs> sports. And I was like, you know what? Still going on? The WWE. And so I got back into it. My little brother, he got into it. And I kind of introduced him to this world of, of sports entertainment in the WWE. And it's actually what allowed me to continue my broadcasting career through COVID. Is I did a professional wrestling podcast every single day uh, throughout COVID and throughout my sophomore year of college, I was doing this wrestling podcast and that's what kept my, my juices flowing, everything like mm-hmm. that. And, and really got me into podcast work early on. So uh, for, for me, wrestling was, was a godsend then because uh, it was, it was special at that time. That's one way to get through everything, especially through that you yep. know era of our lives, but mm-hmm. also to close this out for us, um, our friend of the show, Brian Metzer, 
every time he sees the big new bazooka blast cans <laughs> you guys have. He loves to refer to them as the uh, the t-shirt Gatlin guns. Yeah. Um, and what I want to know is, you know, every time I see them, I just want to know how far those things can go. And can a t-shirt from one of those things reach the media deck? Uh, just because <laughs> mm. I know there are some... There's some tightly wound people up there. I think <laughs> I, I could I could use to use a little uh, use a little comedic relief of seeing them use lose a little their t-shirt. mind. Getting, yeah, use uh, a little t-shirt, hit them, reach, and just see how it goes. They can reach about if, if everything is done correctly. They could reach about 200 feet. Uh, so that's why we launch them from where we launch them from the corners the of the end zones. Uh, we shoot them from there so they could reach the other sides, uh, if you will, mm-hmm. and then we make the turn so we make sure we get the end zones as well. Um, it, it's we talk about moments earlier. That's a mm. moment. It's special. It's a spectacle. You, you never see that yeah. in the NHL. Specifically, you never see that. And just the plume of smoke. We call it the Gatlin guns as well behind the <laughs> scenes. But for us, it's the Sobe Promo Bazooka Blast. And it's a spectacle. Like, that the plume of smoke. We're shooting 100 T-shirts in less than 30 seconds. And we're, we're getting the crowd into the game. Uh, I think personally in the perfect moment because it's right at the start of the second period and so people are coming back from getting their snacks and and, and their beer and stuff like that and boom t-shirt time and and they're all ready to go and they're rocking for it and then not only that we take that gatling gun and put it on the back of a ford truck paraded around during the second intermission during some games and we were able to get that up to the second level up to up to the 200s i love showing love to everybody up in the 200s because you know those are some rowdy fans up there, and they yeah. deserve prizes as well. So we try to get as many T-shirts up there. I can't promise you the media deck. That's going to be tough. <laughs> we might have tough. to put on a modifier on our on our guns to, to, to maybe launch it up there. But at that point, it, we're going to have to call uh, the National Guard because that, at yeah. that point, it's, it's, it's really going to have some some firepower behind it. But uh, but thank you, man. That 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 it's really cool to to to, to hear that. And um, hopefully, maybe one day we'll get one up there. There you go. There you go. Well, like we say, Jaden, I feel like. If there was a Calder Trophy for in arena hosts, I oh. feel like you're the front runner at this point right now. Wow. And that's coming from somebody that has just heard by second hand. I again, I'm ready to see this in person. I'm ready to see this in person. You're somebody that strikes me that does their homework. You did your homework when you came to Pittsburgh, and it feels like you've already connected so well with this fan base. The one question I have to ask you here, and this is a make or break moment at this point okay. in the city of Pittsburgh. Fries on a sandwich, yes or no? Ooh, okay. So let me tell you this. Okay. Uh, fries on a sandwich, I'm a big fan of. What there makes it difficult is that you can't get fries on the side then at that point because then it's too much fries, it I is. think. It's just like you're swimming in French fries. Maybe you get fries for the table at that point if you want something crispy on the side. I'm a I'm a big Pebro's guy. I like Permanis. Um, I, I wouldn't go there every single day, but usually no. when I have a friend from coming from out of town, I'll bring them to Permanis if they've never been to Pittsburgh before. Fries on a salad was something new for me to to get into, mm-hmm. but hey, I, I kind of like the vibe. You know, it's it's <laughs> it's it's almost the idea of of. Uh, but what I love about Permanis, I love about that. It's it's the idea of like, oh, we we got to eat on the go. And yeah. I, I kind of all, all I want everything like I want my coleslaw, I want my fries, I want my sandwich all in one bite. And here, here it is. I'm, I'm, I'm giving it to you. So <laughs> I, I'm a fan of that. I love the pierogies. Uh, I think that's special here. Um, the icy light and Iron City beer. I think that's pretty good as well. So uh, I've been trying to make my way over to different bars and different restaurants here in the in in the area to make sure that I'm getting my full taste not only of of uh, of Pittsburgh from a a sports fan perspective, but also from mm-hmm. a cultural perspective, like going over to Pamela's and going over to uh, just different 
hole in the wall spots either downtown or on the south side and stuff like that. So for me to be able to to go into these places and then maybe see a few fans here or there, be able to shake their hand, something like that, just to talk for a little bit over a beer, that means so much to me. So every time that that happens and, and there's fries on a sandwich involved and, and all that too, uh, that, that that's pretty cool. Well, Jaden, we appreciate you giving us some of your time. Like we said, Calder Trophy for in-arena hosts. Give this man the award already. Just give it to him. It's all over at this point. But, Jaden, you can you can catch Jaden at Penguins games, intermissions, before game, all of it, entertaining you guys till the cows come home. And you could also follow him on X at Jaden Decker TV. Sorry, Jaden Becker TV. My eyes are, are off. But appreciate <laughs> you coming on and spending some time. And sorry for messing up your name at the very end of the episode. A-okay. Go to PittsburghPenguins.com slash mini plans. We have a special plan for you. Able to get mix and match five games throughout the rest of the season. Make sure you get yours. You don't want to miss out on a fantastic back end of the year. Penguins fighting for a playoff spot. Make sure you get into that arena, get your seats, and get ready for hopefully some playoff hockey towards the end of the season and into spring. But thank you again, Jaden, for joining the show. We appreciate your time. For everybody that is watching us, make sure you subscribe on YouTube at Inside the Penguins, or you can find us anywhere you get your podcast from. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>